Why are there more than 200 unused tiny homes locked in a storage lot in Seattle? You got tents everywhere in certain sections of Seattle. Ballard, just loaded with tents. Loaded with tents. Soto area, loaded with tents. Ah, it's build some tiny homes, but don't don't release them into the wild. Keep them in that storage lot. I mean, we don't want depreciation to happen that quick. I mean, what do you got going on? Let's get into it. Let's find out why they're sitting there. I bet you have an idea why. Let's get into it. All right. This is from Jeremy Harris, Como. Jeremy's always getting some good angles. Sitting on a concrete block next to a fast food restaurant in the Soto neighborhood, Marcella Middleton is open to talking about the difficulties of being homeless on the streets of Seattle. Gotta get the article going. Gosh darn. She said she's lost six friends in the last seven months. Yep. That's fentanyl for you, right? It's been a warm summer. It's going to be a cold winter, Middleton said. We are human beings and we're looking for shelter. But if just looking for shelter was all it took, Middleton wouldn't have to look far. She camps on the same block where 200 tiny homes are locked behind a gate at a storage yard. It's right there. I feel betrayed, Middleton said. Let's watch this. Let's watch this quick video. I'm just going to roll this super quick. Here we go. Two hundred of them. This is the lot. Yeah, and there they are, just you know, dozens deep, dozens deep. I mean, they're just sitting there. They're they're brand new. They're done. They are ready to go. Right? I mean, these are these are you talk about off the shelf, ready to roll. They are literally scoop them up with your forklift, bring them on in. I had a conversation recently with somebody who was you know ex- explaining a tiny home encampment to me you know, what it was because they had never seen one before. I'm like, yeah, those are, those are located all over the city. They're called tiny home encampments. And I'm like, really? Never seen one. Well, you haven't looked real hard because there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them and they're in some pretty obvious places. I mean, major thoroughfares all over. That's, this has been the solution we've come up with. Ah, oh, give them a tiny home. The King County Regional Homeless Authority. The and, and putting authority at the end of their name is a massive misnomer because King County Regional Homeless Authority, they do more to muck up the homeless process than I think any other entity out there. You got a bunch of, you got Christine Moreland, you got Andrea Suarez of We Heart Seattle, you got activists doing amazing work that aren't getting paid jack and work on volunteer donations. And and they're coming in and, you know, getting people the help that they need. King County Regional Homeless Authority, they sit back and go, well, we'd like to clear out that encampment, but we're waiting to have offers of housing for all these people, even though they know damn well people are not going to take, you know, up on their offer of housing. So the agency tasked with coordinating homeless services in Seattle and the surrounding area, it's been criticized for not moving quicker to deploy tiny homes. At the end of the day, clearly, we need more tiny homes. This is clearly the policy intervention that we can move the fastest, that has the most utility, and the most reasonable price point, Seattle City Council member Andrew Lewis said at a meeting earlier this year. The real issue you have is you've got a bunch of drug addicts running around willy-nilly living in tents, and then we call them the unhoused homeless, right? Call it what it is. 
There are people who need more than just a roof over their heads. These folks are not going to be able to live a stable, normal life just as they get a roof over their head. That whole housing first thing is a total misnomer. These people are on some whacked out drugs until they get that help. Good luck. You're, this is not, this is not going to end well. And the number of tiny homes that you can get put together relative to the number of homeless that you've allowed to live willy-nilly wherever, those ratios are wildly upside down, as we're about to hear. So the modular buildings are built by the nonprofit Sound Foundations Northwest, which delivered two more tiny homes to the lot in Soto on Thursday. Around 100 of the tiny homes in the lot are set to go to four new tiny home villages operated by the Low Income Housing Institute, the LIHI by the end of the year, but will still leave more than 100 in the storage lot. Sound Foundation's Northwest founder, Barb Oliver, told Como News the agency is ready and able to build even more. King County Regional Housing Authority has claimed finding building sites to put tiny home villages is the reason for not being able to deploy more. Did we ever find a building site for that RV lot that the, the, the city was going to put together? The last I heard is everybody was like, yeah, no, don't want the, you know, crazy whacked out drug addicted folks in their broken down RVs staying in our lot. And that's literally what we heard consistently. Did that ever get put together? Somebody knows. Let me know. Cause uh, I think you'd hear about that if that was the case. As always, the ability to move more people inside depends on the availability of places for people to go. And community support for more shelter and housing is the key to solving homelessness. No, it's not. It is not. It is flat out not. You are not addressing the enormous elephant in the room. And that's you got a bunch of drug addicts running the streets. Period. That's what you got. King County Regional Housing Authority spokesperson Ann Martins. She wrote in an email to Como News. Well, she's got to say that because her job is on the line. King County Regional Housing Authority spends millions of dollars. They just had a proposal from their previous CEO, Mark Dones. <laughs> He's like, oh, we need $11.5 billion. Uh, Mark, your current budget is like a quarter. It's $250 million. It's a quarter billion. And you're asking for eleven five? Hmm. Okay. I mean whatever. Martin said the King County Regional Housing Authority is planning on adding adding 50 more tiny homes to the homeless service portfolio by the end of 2024 at a cost of $3.1 million for site development, on-site case management, and property management. But even at sites that have volunteered to host a tiny home village, getting one can be a challenge. It's all this bureaucracy that goes into it, right? We don't just willy-nilly allow them to put a tiny home village down. But you know who can? The homeless. And you know where there there is one? A tiny home that's been up and operational without a permit, without anything? Jeremy Harris reported on that. It's right on Mercer Street. And it had a murder happen. Somebody got wrapped up in a tarp and left right by a tiny home that's been built by one of the you know, busiest on-ramp, off-ramps off I-5 going into downtown Seattle, Mercer Street. You got a little tiny home there. I drive by it all the time. It's like, ah, it's still standing. No permit needed there. No permit. It's got a roof on it. It's got a composition roof on it. It's got vinyl windows. 
you know, it's got a, and all this stuff was found in the dumpster. Uh-huh. Leadership from the church by the side of the road in Tacoma decided last year they wanted to host a tiny home village in their property. That's the business the church is in, serving humanity. So we're here. We still have space to do 30 to 50 tiny homes. And as you can see, the space is vacant, Pastor Terrence Proctor told Como News on Thursday. Part of me wants to be understanding, but the more I understand, the more frustrating it is because it doesn't have to be this bottleneck. Well, the bottleneck that we saw at the Ship Canal Bridge encampment, that went on for literally months and months and months into years. You had this massive encampment within half a block of walking distance from an elementary school. You got nut jobs in this encampment, lighting off fireworks onto I-5. You have shootings. You had assaults. You had stolen goods. You had everything that we know goes on. In homeless encampments, basically next to an elementary school. And those parents, I mean, they're pissed. So then what you do is you sweep them out. And where do they go? They go somewhere else in the community. They become somebody else's headache instead of trying to treat the real issue, which is you got a bunch of drug addicts running around, period. Proctor added that the church is told multiple times that the tiny home villages will be moved in soon, only for it to fall through. Oh, Boy, what? A governmental entity not coming through on their word? Telling you one thing and doing another? It's frustrating in a personal sense because I've helped build about 12 of those tiny homes. I think we can move a little bit more efficiently when getting it done matters more than who gets the credit for it, he said. Yeah, you know, and there is a need for this type of housing. There is a need, but I think it should be dependent upon people working out some of their issues that led them to where they are. Without accountability, I don't think any of this really matters. I mean, and I know we've got services and things like that that go into the into the into these communities, but let's be honest, a bunch of drugs still go on in these tiny home communities. We all know it. ODs happen. Well, let's sweep that one under the rug. That's not a good look. We're not going to have our funding keep going up. Oh, people keep dying doing drugs, right? Data presented to the Seattle City Council this month shows approximately one in five homeless people who reject offers of shelter say they want to go into a tiny home. Well, because they've get, you know, their own door and they get their own little space and they can kind of do what they want. They want their own autonomy. But the vast majority of people don't even take a tiny home because they want to keep doing what they want to do out on the streets in a tent paid for you, Mr. and Mrs. Taxpayer. Middleton, the homeless woman in Soto, said she would accept an offer to get into a tiny home immediately. Teresa Carew works in Soto and is a friend of Middleton. She said she's frustrated to see so many tiny homes going unused when people like Middleton are sleeping on the streets nearby. This is this is an issue that is just, you know, it's it's like the poster child for why we have going on what we have going on, because we're not really dealing with the root cause of the situation. You build more tiny homes, guess what? More people. You get it to the point where you've got all the people in Seattle in a tiny home. Guess what? That creates a massive vacuum. Now, now you got people coming up from Portland and San Francisco and LA. I heard they got free tiny homes available in Seattle. Let's go. Let's go. It doesn't, it doesn't deal with their addiction. It doesn't deal with their mental health issues, does it? No, it just puts a roof over their head. And we know statistically it ain't going to work out. 
Find some land and find it fast. This business of moving people from one neighborhood to the next doesn't work, said Carew. We need to take care of our homeless. Yeah, well, it's not just homeless you need to take care of. There's a whole slew of things that I think, I think people are kind of getting the notion of, you know what? This might not be just an issue of people down on their luck that couldn't afford rent that became homeless. This might be an issue where this is a planned lifestyle. And these folks, no matter how many tiny homes are built, they're not going to get on board with it because they want to keep doing what they're doing in the encampments. And that is doing drugs. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Till you start working on that, till you start addressing that, getting people the help that they need. This is just you know, chasing yourself in a circle like a dog trying to grab its tail. Ah, I almost got, oh, I almost got, oh, more housing. Oh, we almost got, oh, more housing. Yeah, more people came. Oh, we're out of housing. Oh, build more. Right? I mean, this is some pretty basic stuff. It's not that hard to figure out. All right. That's it for me on this one. This was a great story from, from Jeremy Harris. And uh, it's all these little bits and pieces where you're like, okay. That's how we end up with having, you know, streets just lined with tents and people claiming they want tiny houses, but not being able to get them. And they're in production and they're done. And what? Oh, yeah. Well, we got this hang up. Governmental entities, right? I mean, who would have thunk? All right. Thanks again for being here. Thanks for supporting News for Reasonable People. I will catch up with you on the next one. Bye for now.